Environmentalists in Singapore on May Day by Sarah Lee, May 2021. On May Day Singapore Climate Rally, a youth-led environmentalist organisation held an online public meeting, Workers' Rights Equals Climate Action. The meeting marked Labour Day and the hand-in of SGCR's petition for the rights of food couriers and ride-hailing app drivers. The petition was started in response to the government's new petrol tax hike, announced in its budget as an environmentalist policy. Ironically, the same budget allocated $870 million to Singapore Airlines. The petrol tax hike caused some anger amongst couriers on motorbikes and ride-hailing app drivers. The tax rebates were only partial and limited to a year. SGCR's petition demanded that the rich be taxed to fund generous subsidies for green vehicles. It argued that climate change was caused by the rich, that the working class shouldn't pay for it. There were other important demands too, that couriers and drivers be given a guaranteed income, that they not be made to pay for their own uniforms and equipment, and that they be given a full rebate on the petrol tax hike, and that roads be made safer for pedestrians, couriers and drivers. Important lessons can be drawn from the petition. First, SGCR in its petition articulated bread and butter issues affecting couriers and drivers while still articulating the working class's long-term interests in combating climate change. Second, the petition was not just against the petrol tax hike, but it was for certain concrete positive demands. It did not merely say no to the petrol tax hike, but it demanded green cars to be subsidised by taxing the rich. The only way we will stop climate change is by articulating positive politics. We are not only against capitalism, we are for socialism. We are for democratic control by the working class. Moments before the event began, the petition was delivered to five government agencies with the signatures of 19 civil society organisations and 2,063 individuals. About 100 people watched the event on the live stream, while about 90 attended the meeting on Zoom. The fact that this event took place on Labour Day was significant in the Singapore context. Trade unions in Singapore are entirely co-opted by the National Trade Union Council, which has cosy corporatist ties with the repressive ruling People's Action Party. For a group of environmentalists to be expressly reclaiming May Day for the independent working class in Singapore was remarkable. There were a number of guest speakers, including a food courier, Yi Hong, who is also a member of SGCR. Yi Hung spoke about the hyper-exploitative conditions of delivery work which compels couriers to risk their lives and ride in extreme weather conditions in order to earn a living. The event had a number of speakers on migrants' workers' rights, despite food couriers and ride-hailing app drivers being predominantly Singaporean. Nessa an activist for migrants' domestic workers' rights, 
drew striking similarities between gig workers and migrant domestic workers. A migrant worker, Rippon, who works at a shipyard, spoke about a recent spate of migrant worker deaths due to workers being transported in the backs of lorries. Ching Tiang, a young environmentalist, gave shocking numbers on the amount of corporate tax that the likes of Shell and ExxonMobil pay, or rather don't pay, in Singapore. As the meeting went on, the class politics was being articulated. That was being articulated only got sharper, despite Singapore lacking an organised left. It was also significant because the meeting was open and democratic. Open and public meetings are essential to democratic organising, but rare in Singapore, compounded by fear of repression. It is significant that the meeting was not tightly stage-managed. One needn't fear occasional silences or that people will say the wrong things. The meeting went smoothly, but it was obvious that the organisers were also prepared to sacrifice some of that sleekness for a sense of democracy if they needed it to. This was right. Activists shouldn't see their role as pulling off slick corporate-style events. In hindsight, it was a good thing that SGCR had campaigned not only on the petrol tax hike, but also on more general issues like pay uniforms and safer roads. No matter how quickly the conversation moved away from the petrol tax, the petition's demands were always relevant. Most importantly, CGCR's activists were able to make the link between workplace health and safety and climate change, the exploitation of natural resources, including human bodies and human labour, for profit. They were also able to make the argument that safe working conditions for couriers cannot be disaggregated from the wider demands for better pay. The fact that this food courier who died was killed by a drunk driver showed that being on the road all day, every day, carries inherent risk, risk for which workers should be paid. Ultimately, this was a petition that SGCR activists were able to defend politically because of their political education. Indeed, they defend it it by going on the streets and talking to couriers and drivers about the petition, making links with them and inviting them to meetings. In a state with no independent trade unions, these environmental activists' commitments to building an independent fighting labour movement that can fight and win on the issue of climate change is something we can take inspiration from. Building Workers' Action at Climate Strikes um, from September 2019 On 20th of September 2019, there was a call for workers to join students in the youth climate strike and in several workplaces they did. This was an important step for workplace environmental activism. Climate strikes are restarting after the pandemic and we need to build on their previous successes. The initiative of Solidarity Supporters and UCU members in Cambridge below is an important model. Lambeth Council workers and Unison members have created another. Workplace and environmental activists' demands 
of the council that they take no punitive action and deduct no pay for participating in the climate strike, for holding a rally at lunchtime, then marching to join a wider march. The council, under pressure, partly acquiesced. The activists leafleted different sections of the council workforce in the run-up to the climate strike. As a result of this, they got a turnout of perhaps 50 workers. They formed a workplace climate committee and lobbied for it to be recognised by the employer, the council. They have even won facility time, time paid by the employer for members to work on the union climate committee rather than in their regular jobs. The climate committee has been working on environmental demands. Most employers work in one set of offices, which is a new build and pretty energy efficient day to day. However, the committee is pressurising the council to provide free meeting space and otherwise support environmental activists. It has, seemingly with some success, made environmental demands around new council house building. The workforce has a high proportion of migrants. A Cambridge UCU activists wrote the following, our advice to other workers based on our experience in the in the 20 September climate strike is 1. Begin with a very low stakes but highly, highly visible action. In our case this was simply a group photo in front of a banner during what would otherwise be most people's lunch break, taking advantage of the 20 minute walkout that the TUC had backed. 2. Go into workplaces and ask if you can put up posters, leave leaflets. This is perhaps easier on the sites we targeted as we had several university departments, a vet surgery and a construction site all in close proximity. 3. If your union officially backs climate strikes then ask them to advertise your events via their own channels. 4. Have literature that you can hand to people on the, on the day. We made a simple bulletin which included a QR code linked to our email account for people who wanted to stay in touch. The 29th of November 2019's climate strike coincided with the UCU strikes. Leicester's climate strike that day was the biggest they have had yet. Hundreds in a relatively small city and energetic. The climate strike marched to the UCU picket lines, met up with it, and then all marched together. They had a UCU contingent of around 100. Many other actions took place on that day. Some transport workers or apprentices made a video, coupled with a small demonstration. If after all it looks like no collective action will take place on the next climate strike, then there are lots of other important ways of supporting the development of these strikes. First of all, take the day off work where possible and join the protests.